Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today it's my esteemed pleasure to have on a young lady I've known for a very long time who's got a brand new single out called Her Smile, music recording artist, Kendall Simone. How are you? Hi, how you doing today? How you doing today? I'm good, I'm good, I'm excited. I'm happy to have you on. How you been holding up uh, with everybody hunkering down and trying to stay all germ-free and everything? Um, it's been stressful, but I'm, you know, staying busy with my music. Um, I'm writing, working with my producer, working on some new content to release later this month, and then again, another, a third single um, later in August. Now, now, tell me a little bit about her smile, which is out right her now. Her smile. By Sorry. I said, tell me a little bit about her smile, which is out right now. People can buy it right now, right? Yeah, they could buy it on all streaming platforms. It's my first musical baby. I'm super excited for it. It's kind of really strange that it's out. Like, now I'm a legitimate artist out in the world, and I have music that people can listen to, and they can hear my voice. So it's pretty pretty cool for me. I've grown up my whole life, you know, looking up to artists and listening to them and searching their music and, and singing it ever since I was young. And then now I have my own song out, so it's really cool. You know, it's 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 funny, and I and I and I, you know, you know, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I've I've known you since you were like thank seven, you, thank so, you very much. You know, and I don't I don't hide that. But the, the funny thing of it is, is that watching you evolve uh, from a person who was you know headlining at Disneyland at a Christmas show to singing with Jason Mraz, which we'll get to in a little bit, to having your own single out is, I mean, for somebody who's watched you already come this far it's really really cool to to see you build up and keep going and, and and so tell us a little bit about you know some of your influences and what got you interested in music a lot of my influences are kind of all over the place i initially started with a lot of the oldies like Nina simone ella fitzgerald Eddie james ray charles and then when i discovered youtube that was a whole nother world of just music videos of current music like Christina Aguilera, Alicia Keys, and then now more current voices like Alan Stone and Ariana Grande. But it was like a long journey of just discovering like what I found interesting and what I was, you know, going to have the most fun performing, which is how I eventually discovered my love of R&B soul music, which is the genre I intend to pursue wholeheartedly as an artist. So it's been a full circle of, you know, everything from classic rock to to opera music to to classic jazz standards to uh, pop current culture music. You know what? There's one question I have for you. I should know this answer, and I don't have a clue. What got you interested in people like Edith James and things like that? I never, and it's funny, I never, ever asked you where that came from. So could you tell me a little bit about where you discovered Edith James and people like that? I I just think I just stumbled upon it at a young age and I instantly felt gravitated to that kind of music. Just the emotion behind all of the, the vocalists that I was listening to. For example, like especially Nina Simone, just how she sings and how much she is able to convey as a vocalist. That was just so hypnotic to me as a young person, hearing that and being like, oh, wow, I, I want to do, I want to be like that. I want to be able to sing and just, be able to command a room like that. Yeah, that that's that's a great answer. I, I I'm just very surprised. I I wrote that down and I said uh, I'd written that down. And I said, you know, I have to ask you this. I kind of felt stupid asking a question I should know the answer to and didn't. Um, <laughs> now, as far as the fact of all these artists, have you watched your own evolution? Do you ever go back and watch 
some of your young stuff, you know, when, when, Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And <laughs> I find myself just like laughing and, you know, breaking a whole bunch of ribs just because of it. It's so funny to watch myself and, you know, just the outfits that I would dress up in and how I carried myself when I was younger, as opposed to now. It's, uh, it's really funny, especially with the videos that my mother has of me. She just loved to film every single thing that, you know, any performance that I have. She was the front row with her iPad in the front, just like blocking everyone's view, making sure that she could get the perfect shot of her little girl. Yeah. No, nothing like holding that iPad up and getting the Oh, my goodness. That's, everyone knew her as like the iPad mom. Like they, would, like they would ask me after the show, like, was that your mom in the front row holding the iPad? And be like, yeah, that was her. <laughs> she got a good shot, didn't she? She probably got some of your too you know <laughs> right exactly now tell me a little bit bit about some of the you know some of what's put you into this new um you know your your writings and everything else that you're doing right now now by the way let's give some credit out to her smile now uh you you're are you the only writer on this i wrote it and arranged it myself but the producing is my all done by my dear friend steven trichetta he's a very talented producer and he has followed me through my beginning stages of an artist when I first sat down with him and like told him that like this is the song that I wanted him to produce for me and I'd heard about him from from other friends and I knew that he like did excellent work so I was very excited to um to sit down with him in the studio and you know make this an actual this vision my music vision actually come to life and he's like so easy to work with and he knows exactly, you know, I can give him a whole slew of information and he can whittle it down to of like what I want for this song. And he can just like work some magic and figure out the right sounds that I need and what I, you know, what I want to make the song sound like, you know, it's complete. Right. And, and it is, it is, I've listened to it a bunch of times and it, and it, at times I was taken back because of diff, it, it's, it sets up in a little bit different area of some of your other songs that, you know, as far as songs you've sung of other covers, you know, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I think, cause you don't know whether to laugh or cry in some parts of it. I mean, some parts of it, I mean, I really think it really reaches out and it grabs you and holds you tight. And was that the idea when you wrote the song? Um, the song definitely is meant to, to be like an emotional kind of roller coaster. Just cause as I was writing it, that's what I was feeling. Um, just, I really go, like the words of the song are very important to me. Of course, the feel and the instrumentation go hand in hand, but I solidify the writing aspect of it to make sure that everything's cohesive and it sounds exactly the way I want it to come across. That's one of the main, um, like things that I focus on, especially when it comes to like how the audience is going to experience it. Like the words that they're hearing is going to allow for, um, like a certain emotion to follow that. So it's definitely meant for like just as a listener to, you know, either, if you're relating to it, you're going to you're going to go probably on a similar ride or, you know, interpret it the way that you are feeling at the moment and then kind of kind of go on an emotional roller coaster of yourself. It definitely can, it definitely touches you heavy and solid, which is uh, that's very hard to do. Now, I'm going to ask you something as a writer, as a songwriter, I ask yeah. this to everybody on the show. Are you one of those people that sits down and jots down the whole song and just edits it? Or do you bit and piece it? How do you write? Um, it definitely depends on the song. This one I actually wrote down in, in one sitting, but it was a long sitting. It wasn't like 
oh, I got this cranked out in an hour. It was like four hours of me sitting in front of a piano, working out the chords and like the, the perfect words that I wanted to use and, and like how I wanted it to flow with the melody. The melody and the words come very quickly for me. It's just kind of structuring it around um, like a, a beautiful chord progression. I start with a chord progression and then I kind of improvise over that. But um, it's definitely different um, with every song. The second song that is coming out later this month in July, um, it's I wrote co-wrote with a good friend of mine, Gaia Menon. And she, um, she and I sat in a practice room in a couple sessions to, to, to figure it out and make sure it sounded um, right and all the words, you know, meant what they meant and they had each word had their own place. But it's def- my writing process is different every time depending on um, what I'm writing about, which can be very frustrating because I don't really have a specific um, method to writing. I don't think a lot of artists really do have it down. It's kind of like what you're feeling in the moment. You just kind of write it out. But this one came in one sitting and I altered it and tweaked it along the way, especially when we got into the studio. Um, I had to fit it under, it was a very long song at the beginning. I had to like scratch it down to about like three minutes and 50 seconds. But, um, then <laughs> no, cause I would like this song was just full of so much emotion. And I was like, I felt so bad. I was like, I don't know if I can cut out like, two minutes of my song and then my producer was like no like Kendall you have to and I was like oh okay and so like could have most could have very well been like a six minute song but like as my first single as an artist probably would not have been the best idea to just introduce a six minute song no so, that's, that's for an album Kendall that's not- yes exactly that's what he said he's like yeah save, save the six minute songs for like a full you know full album work and I was like yeah you're right okay so are you yeah gonna, are you going to incorporate that maybe into when when we can go back out live and perform again is that a possibility Possibility that maybe you'll, you know, like Meatloaf does two out of three ain't bad, it's four minutes, but yet when he's out live, it's like seven minutes. Is that going to be one of those songs that you might? Oh, it could definitely like turn into one of those songs because I would most likely be accompanying myself on the piano and knowing myself, I just have my own tempo when I'm playing. And it's such an emotional song that I would get into it wholeheartedly. And it could probably be seven minutes in the live performance if I let it, you know, <laughs> if there isn't a whole band behind me with, and, and a drummer keeping tempo, absolutely. I will stray into the seven minute range. Now, uh, can, can you leak a little bit of the idea or the title of this new song coming out and what day is it coming out? Do we know this yet? Um, it, yeah, it's coming out July 31st. Um, I'm actually in the process of finishing up the promotion for it. So I'll get a couple out on social media. So you will get a sneak peek of the title. The title is Your Girl. And it's completely different than Her Smile. It's a completely different vibe. It's more contemporary R&B, like what you would hear on the radio by SZA or Her or Daniel Caesar. So it's kind of, it's not a ballad at all. It's, it's got, it's got a bit of a, a groove to it and it's a bit more in your face and um, it's got a really, a really cool message. I think everyone's going to like it. I'm excited. And, and then you have another one coming out approximately when? Um, Mid August is when I plan to release it. Nice. Do you, can you release the title for that now or are you holding off on that? I'm going to hold off on that one. <laughs> No, that's a, that's that's all right. Hey, I'd rather you be you know you know send us send us out the the release before it gets out there, and we'll, of course, obviously, we'll shoot them both out and and let people know where they can buy them and everything else, and we're anxious to hear them. Uh, and we'll yeah, definitely absolutely. review them. But um, it, it's 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 great to sit there and see you know, the idea of you creating and writing, and 
it's funny, by the way, you fall in the middle somewhere with all the songwriters I've spoken to. Some of them have those moments where they sit down and they jot it all down and, and then tweak it later. But a lot of them, it depends on their mood. So you're kind of like right there in the middle of everybody mm-hmm. that I've spoken Absolutely. to. I, I try to find that common answer, but no one has it. You know, it's just their creativity at the moment. It is. That's the truth of it. I mean, the one similarity or I guess commonality when songwriting, it's really just like in the moment kind of writing, like whatever you're feeling, it's going to be hard to get in that same mentality probably five hours after you've, you know, gotten out of that feeling. So rather just be in it and enjoy it and write in it and then be able to look at it in a different, you know, in a different perspective after you've written it and be like, oh, wow, like I was, you know, I probably wouldn't have been able to write this because I'm having, you know, if you're having a really bad day and you're like writing about how awful it is and then the next day your day is great and phenomenal and you like saw some, you saw a lot of people that you you really enjoyed interacting with, like you're not going to get the same emotional, you know, writing aspect that you would have if you written that song a day before, you know? Right. Now that was socializing before it went, when, when it was allowed, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, I miss socializing so much. I feel like I'm forgetting how to talk to people. I, I and you're you're very you can be very much a people person, so I know that has to be. Uh, how are you? How are you? Uh, let me ask you this before I go on about your career. How are you? Uh, what's your guilty pleasures right now? Are, are you uh, Netflixing something? Or, or- oh my goodness absolutely i've been <laughs> when i allow myself to take breaks because i just i have so much time on my hands there's no reason for me to just be laying around doing nothing but also i have to let myself like enjoy the amount of time that i have because i probably won't have this much free time in a while <laughs> you know once things get get rolling again and everything's cleared out in the world but um i do have a couple of shows that i've just been rewatching. there's nothing like rewatching like a really good show that you've just enjoyed and just one that's never gets old watching a lot of netflix with my little sister staying up late watching shows and then getting up early exercising a lot getting out of the house just to run and and clear my head and then coming back to uh either write or talk with my producer work on promotion been been a whole bunch of things that I've been using to occupy my time. Give us a, a, a show two or three that you're that you're indulging in when you take a break. Oh, okay. Um, Gilmore Girls and Vampire Diaries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm re- like it's. There's such long shows. They all have like ten plus seasons. So like it's like one after the other kind of thing. But I already know what's gonna happen. So I can just like skip the episodes that I don't like or the ones that like I know that are just really long. But but yeah, those two shows definitely are winning right now. And then I'm also like having a lot of friends that are recommending crazy docu-series and um, and just crazy shows that they've stumbled up and like movies that they've stumbled upon on Netflix or. Oh, uh, you get so, everybody's telling you the Tiger King craze and all those type of things. Oh my! I tried to get into it and I really couldn't. Like it's so crazy to me that um, I got to the point where everyone thinks that Carol Baskin killed her husband, and then I was like, I feel like I caught most of the gist. Like everyone's freaked out that this guy has so many wild animals, and then this woman is just like out to get him. So I was like, okay, that's basically what people are talking about anyway. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I haven't seen you yet. Thanks for the spoiler alert. But uh, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That, that, that's okay. We had Johnny Magic on, who was who was appeared in that. So uh, 
we had him on the show last month, so that's great. But no, he gave you a whole something. bunch of spoilers. No, that's that's quite okay, Kendall. That's quite okay. So oh now, my now, goodness, you know, going through a lot of this, you know, and that's why I want to ask everybody because everybody has to lighten it up. And I know you, you're a bit of a perfectionist, and I know you've been talking about putting out songs for a while and that's why i'm yeah. so glad that you finally broke the ice finally <laughs> oh my gosh it took me a long time to get here it took me a long time to like be confident in my voice as an artist because i can sing other people's music because it's it's other it's already released it's by someone else so if they don't like the song then they can take it up with the artist it's not my fault you know but <laughs> it's like my music and my words now that are out in the open so it's kind of like oh like there's gonna be people that don't like it but like that's kind of just how it is in life you know there's gonna be people that really love it and that are gonna be your fans from day one when they hear it and then there's people that are gonna hear the first 10 seconds and be like oh my gosh this is so boring like what is this <laughs> But it's okay. Like you gotta have those people because they're the ones that motivate you. Those naysayers that are like, "Hey, like this sucks." Then you're like, "Okay, let me give you something better." You know, prove yourself, and then kind of work your way up to just being everywhere that they can't escape you. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny. It's, it's funny you say that because as you blast through, you know, I, I know you, and you know, if people saw the talents you have. Uh, out, off off camera as well as on, you know, I always sit there and say, and, and you know I'm going to say this already, that when these all join together as they're starting to do, I really do feel like you're going to blast off. And Oh, thank and, you. I appreciate that. And, I hope know, so, too. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the truth. You know, I mean, um, your personality and everything, along with your voice, is something, your voice is, you know, watching your voice develop along is awesome. And, but when you, when they all start to gel as they are right now, that is what I've been, you know, because it, it's just one of those things that, let me ask, let me put it this way instead of me going on with this. What <laughs> made you go on to the that trip, that extra switch? Because I know that, you know, what you just discussed about the fact of saying it's kind of hard out there to do it yourself. What do you say to somebody else, Kendall, that is has been through your idea of, okay, it's great to sing other people's things. You've sung with some mm -hmm. really good stars we'll get to, but what 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 is what help somebody else get through what you went through on that oh my goodness surrounding yourself with really good people who are gonna build you up and not just people that you know you're gonna know that they're gonna you know tell you that you're doing a good job people that you know will challenge you and that will see you and like how do i put this just pe good it's people in your life <laughs> <laughs> i'm just you know trying to get across the fact that like the type of people that you surround yourself at your lowest and at your best are the people that are gonna like you know either build you up or continue to like allow you to stay in that mindset of like oh i'm not good enough or you know i'm anything that i put up is not great if there are people that are sitting there that you know aren't gonna be you know helping you through the process and like actually seeing something in you then you know, you only have yourself and like, it's wonderful to have yourself as like, obviously to fall back on because at the end of the day, you are the last person that you see, you know? Right. So it's kind of like, you have to be strong in yourself, but also like, it's, it's not a bad thing to rely on other people to like build you up and, you know, support your music and promote it and help you, especially when you feel like, you know, like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like it? Like those are the people that you know, are going to reassure you and be like, no, like, this is a good thing that you're doing. Like, keep doing what you're doing and supporting you through your ups and your downs. As an artist, like, having good people around you just, like, 
at the end of the day is just such a, like a nice feeling because no matter how stressful your day is if you have like a great group of people like either your family or a good group of friends like it just makes all the difference I agree totally. I'm I'm glad to see your 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 even though I know it's a journey that you're climbing over that hill and putting these and putting these singles out and man three right in a row at at, at, a, at a great time at a great time which I and I and I want to stress out to everybody out there who's listening and I do this with every show from the biggest stars we've had on to people who are working their way up the ladder that look. These artists, if they don't play, they don't get paid. So go out and support them, buy their albums, yes. buy their merchandise, buy their records, buy their singles. Because right now, it's a you know, not everybody has, as I joke and say, Justin Bieber money. Nothing against Justin, yeah, but, but those contracts true. have came and gone. So artists are working their way up the ladder, and even if they're they're set, so to speak, they still not, they're not touring. So please mm -hmm. go out, and make absolutely, sure to, make sure to buy this now, Kendall. As far as the fact of what you have come, you know, what you have coming up is great, but I want to mm -hmm. establish a couple things that people know that, you know, you've been singing for a long time. I mean, you're how old yeah. are you now? I am 20 years old right now. I'll be 21 later in September. That is just crazy all by itself. Yeah. Um, I, I know. It's crazy. Of, I let you say that instead of me. <laughs> but, but, um, and definitely crazy. The idea is, I mean, in high school, you know, you, were performing at a Grammy award-winning party. Oh yeah, <laughs> two-time Grammy winner Jason Mraz. Crazy, that's even crazier than my age right now, isn't it? It's and I had to look at it. I, I looked back at it about five times this morning to do the numbers using my fingers and my toes to figure out that it's already been that many years ago already. Yeah, I you, know. But you were picked. You were picked for that, and and it was uh, and your teacher. At the time, and and his name's slipping my mind, so forgive me. Keith Hancock. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it, it had won a Grammy. Uh, yes, for Educator of the Year, he he deserved it so much. He's such an amazing person. And Jason Mraz comes to your school, and you get picked to perform his Grammy award-winning song, Lucky. Mm-hmm. I was I was shocked too. Hey, there was I was up against a whole set of girls that were probably like well suited for the song I'm just I like I thought it was like if anything I just auditioned and it was a great opportunity to like even have him see me sing but nowhere in my mind was I like oh I'm gonna get it like I got this because I just knew that I was up against some some great talent as well I was like I I'm just you know in it for the experience and I'm excited and happy for whoever gets it you know and then Shazam there you are on stage yeah. full of a sold out house blowing up the place. It was pretty crazy. I still can't even believe that it happened. Like I'll watch the video every now and then because my friends will bring it up all the time. And when I'm at school, they're like, oh, let's watch this Jason Mraz video. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, not again. <laughs> but ever, that's the only time I ever end up watching it is because when I'm forced to watch it, because like, I just, it's so crazy to me that it even happened. But also like, I just, I'm just for my like as a viewing it now like the way I was I did my hair it's just like so wrong and so I can't watch it <laughs> but like <laughs> I can listen to the audio of it but like and I can only look at like I will cover the screen and just only look at Jason but like it's like so crazy that it even happened I remember like walking up to the stage and him introduced because after he introduced me every day like the crowd went crazy I was like oh my gosh like do these people like are they really that excited like oh my gosh and so I'm walking up to the stage and I 
I see him standing there with his guitar and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm actually about to do this. Now, now let me ask you a question about that. Now, it's, first of all, it sounded you were like you were at Madison Square Garden with the crowd pop that you got. It was insane that uh, I think you got a bigger pop than he did when he was introduced. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. No, the no, way no, I remember no, it, I, he I'm, definitely I'm got a whole bunch of... You were the hometown girl there, and they did blow up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and it was really... <laughs> in cool. my hometown, of course. <laughs> right, in your hometown, of course. Right, exactly. Uh, good answer. But so now... How how was it working with him? Just uh, you know that you know he's a two time Grammy winner. You stepped right up, and I know you didn't have a lot of practice. Oh my gosh, we had zero. I had no live practice with him other than two in person times. It was one at the um, the tech rehearsal, and then one in, in the classroom in front of all my peers. And after that, it was like, all right, now we're gonna see you later tonight. I was like, oh okay. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. Like he's that's all he needs. He probably didn't even need any rehearsals, but. He just obviously was like, okay, I haven't sung with this girl before, so like, let me let me see what she sounds like in person. Make sure that it wasn't an edited video. Right now, now I'm going to bring this up because I, and I know I know you didn't expect this, but I know that he said something to you after the performance, and and he oh, yeah. huge respect. What did he say to you? Oh my goodness, I gave him a hug. Like he came in for a hug after the performance, and I was like freaking out because Jason Mraz was hugging me so I was ready to just bolt right after that but he he held me in for a little longer and he was like whatever you do don't stop singing and I was like oh okay Jason like you got it <laughs> and then I like ran off the stage I didn't run but I like you know addressed the audience and then I walked away <laughs> your body language your feet were already headed to the door before you were <laughs> I just was like oh my goodness I have too much attention I mean it was it was crazy it was great it was awesome but I was just I, I was just I couldn't believe that it was happening yeah, and the that fact that he told me that and that he was like it was, he was just right there telling me never to stop singing was just crazy that's very cool and I I, I watched I've watched that tape you know many times when then and now and and just uh, it's uh, he's not a BSer, so you know he kind of shoots things pretty straight. So that's why I like the fact that you know he was he made sure to make an extra effort to tell you. And I think that's really cool. And it's very cool of him. But um, he's now, as far such as a fact, sweet person. I'm sorry. Oh no, he was saying he's so sweet in person. He's so humble. He's very down to earth. He's a great, great person. Yeah, that is that is great. Hey, maybe when the future one day, maybe you can you know coll collaborate with him and uh, do something. Um, I wouldn't mind. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is there, I'm going to ask you that question is, is there, who would you like to, you know, work together with it? People out there today, Kendall, who would you pick? Dude, if you picked a couple of people that you say, yeah, I'd love to do a, a, a song Oh my with them. goodness. I have a long list, but my, my top three would have to be Alan Stone, who's an incredible R&B artist. I, I just love his music. His voice is just so soulful and he's got this really great, just like, just overall sound about him that I just fell in love with the moment I heard him. Ariana Grande is another one. She's everywhere. We all know what she sounds like. She's an angel. And um, her, what's that? Oh yeah, her as well. Her, amazing. I love her R&B music. It's just so, oh, I get chills every time she releases a new song. That that's 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 awesome. Now I, I want to touch on a little something real quickly about the fact that you seem to pick up very well. Just uh, in in nature is you you sung a couple of songs in Spanish, and it yes. seems like it's been very easy for you to pick it up. And and that's something to to in a crossover 
range of things. I mean, uh, is it how is that different than than doing a song in English? Obviously, besides the language, duh. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going there already. But <laughs> but how is it? You know, beat wise and, and the, the Latin beat compared to everything. You know, in, in your mind, do you just process it that quick? In my mind, it's completely different because I've only ever grown up singing in English and writing in English. So singing music in Spanish is definitely um, something very different. Just like when I think about it um, as I'm performing it, uh, I think about what the words mean a lot in order for me to help remember the words sometimes because a lot of the phrases flow together seamlessly in a lot of Latin music. So one word or a few words can can be like multiple syllables and that can be very hard because normally like 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 one word in english is one syllable but in spanish it's like two or three so that's you got to fit it in real quick and so just singing it it can be a challenge sometimes so i don't sing too often in spanish but um when i do it's it's normally just like listening to the song a lot and um making sure that i'm pronouncing things correctly and that um it's kind of like i'm doing as best as i can to uh to sing it <laughs> well i mean the, 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 i think the song song or two i've heard you speak the spanish i say in spanish excuse me which which were outstanding so i and i know you didn't have a lot of practice with them so that's why i just wondered that you know how you know how you process that and that, of course, you know do, do you ever look at sometime down the road of maybe uh putting a song out in spanish Oh yeah, absolutely. All the time. I was talking about that, uh, with my producer pretty recently because I'm working on these, these first three. Um, and after those are released, he was like, I always talked about it with him and he reminded me the other day about it. He's like, so have you ever thought about like, I know you said that you wanted to, uh, sing a song in Spanish or like release one in Spanish down the road. I was like, actually like, that would be really cool. Like, I, I always know that, like, there's this part of me that, like, wants to do that. But there's also part of me that's, like, so scared because people, like, don't know me as, like, a native Spanish speaker. I can understand it more than I can speak it because I'm around it all the time. Um, my grandparents sing, um, sing in Spanish when my grandpa puts on music. And um, my... Uh, my grandparents just love the mariachi music, so I, I'm around it all the time, and I'm around Spanish-speaking people all the time. But um, I definitely understand more than I can speak. Well, and, and but so so, would you look at writing a song or performing a cover? Or I would start. I would definitely do both, but I would want to start with um, with a cover. That's great. I, I'll tell you, I, I I know your grandparents would do backflips over that. So would your mom, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I know the two videos that I do have of me on my channel, my YouTube channel. Um, they really like those two. They tell me that all the time. They're like, "When are you singing another song in Spanish?" Like, "Soon, Grandma, soon." <laughs> what do you want to say to your fans out there who have either they've known you forever, whether it be family, friends, or whatever, or brand new fans that are listening to the Lifebox Music Channel Radio podcast, or or come about your music online? What do you want to say to the people that you know that that uh, old time fans, new fans? Oh my goodness, just a massive thank you. Thank you for supporting my music and taking the time to listen to my voice. Like that is just, I, cause I know what it's like to find like a new artist and like be really excited about them. So thank, you know, I'm just like, I would love to one day meet people in person and just thank them for being so supportive and so excited about, about anything that I release. Cause it's really, 
it's really cool to see people respond to the, the music that you put out as an artist. It's like really humbling to see that while this many people are enjoying what I'm creating and which is like even more reason to do it, you know? Now I, I, have, I, have, I have a couple, just a couple more questions to ask you. One, I, I pushed on your personality order earlier. So, um, are you, are you ever looking at also putting that on the screen at all at some time or another in the future and acting or anything else like that? Or are you just sticking to music or, um, Oh, eventually I would love to like try my take at acting. That'd be so fun. Cause I'm such like, Oh my goodness. I'm so, I have such a big personality and I, I feel like it would be really fun for me to see if I could actually like, I don't know, do something with that. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely think Miley Cyrus would have her money, uh, have her, her challenges there with you because the oh my goodness. I think if they got you on, on camera between singing and acting, I think that you, you, you can be very funny. So I oh, that thank you. I appreciate I that. that. That's the truth. But I mean, so now as far as the fact of where can everybody reach out on social media? Social media. I am on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I am in the process of completing my website, so I'll have links for that very soon, shortly after my second single release. So, and I'm where pretty, can people reach big. out if they want to book you for an event in the future when people can actually go near each other again, or or for oh. a music video, or or a jingle, or anything? Where can people reach out to get you? I have my email, my uh, business email, linked for um, for any you know musical inquiries on all my social media platforms. So it's pretty easy to get in contact with me and I'm constantly checking up on it to see if, uh, anyone's reaching out. Absolutely. Now, what are your plans at like for the next now? Now I know obviously, and I have, I'm going to make it very short. You are attending uh Berkeley school of music. Yes, I am. And, uh, what year are you in now? I'll be going into my final year. Gosh, that's crazy. I, my senior year. Yeah. And, uh, Congratulations to that. Now you're currently Thank in Southern. You. Oh, definitely, you you've earned it. Um, you're <laughs> now you're currently in Southern California right now, right? Yes, I am. Now, do I hear a pitch though of a little bit of Bostonian in you? Oh my goodness, people <laughs> tell me. Oh my gosh, my mother's so worried that like I'm gonna have some sort of accent every time I come back. I I just. I, I don't even know, like, what to tell you. Probably, like, maybe, because it depend, depending on who I'm talking to, it will come out, or just something comes out. But I'm also, like, half Mexican, I'm half English, and I'm, like, whatever the heck is in between that. So, like, do I really have one voice? No, I don't. <laughs> you have Kendall's voice, that's it. <laughs> exactly, it's constantly changing. Um, now, as far as your plans beyond... Obviously, I know, you know, taking care of school when you go back and but as far as the fact of when things lighten up for touring and stuff like this, are you looking at getting out on the road somewhat? I would love to start just doing little shows in in like music hub cities, like where I, I'll be studying in Boston. Hopefully there'll be some areas that open up where I can perform live and start, you know, getting getting like a band together and getting um, just more, I guess, in-person experiences with people in my music right. and seeing how they react to it in person. I would love to do that. But I also don't know when that's going to happen. No one knows when that's going to happen anytime soon. So, so, right. so hopefuls right. right now until I'm actually able to, to do that. 
Well, I'm very happy to see that you're, you know, you're reaching out to your fans. You're coming out and, and promoting uh, your new single, Her Smile Out. Um, you know, it's not your first time in front of a big crowd. I know, obviously, I mean, you've been, been voted into the, in areas for, you know, doing the national anthem and things like that, which by the yeah. way, you can reach out and, you know, and email Kendall at, cause I know that she'll blow it off the charts and I haven't even heard her <laughs> sing it in several years. So, uh, but I know she can and, and would, but, um, it's Thank you for the promotion, John. no, I mean that I, that's the truth. Um, but you're welcome. But now, as far as the fact of you, uh, what do you look at working? Are you going to be writing more songs? Are you looking at putting more songs in the can? I am definitely in the process of writing more music to release very soon. But it's all kind of be like on a one month kind of thing, just to kind of, you know, have time to pre to perfect the next one and then release just releasing singles right now until I'm able to put together an album. Now, are you going to be on Facebook or Instagram or anything else in regards to the fact of, you know, fans reaching out, talking to them? I know a lot of uh, entertainers right now are kind of, you know, reaching out to their fans and different things and having bits or whatever just to reach out and say hey or whatever to the fans and, and letting them know. Are you going to continue doing the uh, the uh, talk show things? Uh, is it, you know, is it any of the all or any of the above? I would love to do all of the above. Absolutely. I'm reaching out to little magazines and articles to, uh, to review my music. And I just finished one up with Voyage LA that'll be released, um, within the next couple of weeks. So I'm very excited for that one to be out in the public for everyone to read. Very super exciting. Uh, my first article written about my music, which is crazy. And then this is actually my first like phone interviews so i'm super excited for this one too it's crazy well i'm i'm sure glad so glad it was on my show i'm i'm very proud to say um ladies and gentlemen kendall simone go pick up a brand new single right now her smile you can buy it on all major music platforms um she's got a new hit coming out july 31st 2020 called your girl and then another song in august um Man, let me tell you, book her if you can, ahead of time, whatever. Um, this girl's going nothing but up. And uh, if you go back and watch the progression of her music, you'll definitely see that. Kendall, it's been a real pleasure having you on. Again, Thank you so much. I had a fun out, time. One more shout out to where everybody can reach you on social media. Yes, at Ken, Kendall Simone Music. Kendall Simone Music across the board. And again, it's been a real pleasure. I thank you so much for coming on. I encourage everybody to go out and buy your music. Thank you for having me. Lifebox Media Channel, do me a favor, call back and give us a station ID listed on there and uh, on our show to who you're listening to so we can promote it out there. And again, thank you, Kendall Simone. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Have a good one.